we are going to be having some fun, spreading some positivity, and letting people know how they can start their new year. But I believe we're also still going to be talking about reducing stress. Good morning. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. My name is Gardy. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio. I have Jennifer Withy in studio there with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fantastic. I'm amazing this morning. I've had a great morning. Been in the Word. Had some... Had a nice walk around the block, and it's not so cold right now, so that's kind of nice. But it is windy. It was a little windy, but but in a it's weird, okay. Ill, a kind it's of okay. a, a a nice wintry type of way. But it wasn't yeah. so wintry that it was like you need several layers of clothes. So I'm yes. really thankful about that. If just to throw that out there. So, sometimes the wind just gets a little eerie to me. Like it's too much. Like I'm trying to open my car door, and it like slams <laughs> it back, and I'm like, is somebody? What's going on? And then I I, I know it. It's the wind. We actually had a, a car door pull, push open one year when the wind was really bad like that. And it, it pushed open so bad that it hyperextended hyperextended, <laughs> and had to be fixed and go into the Whoa. shop. It was terrible. So Those were really bad days. That was, that was a windy day. Yeah. So uh, today wasn't much of a windy day. And my dog was not too disappointed. And so when, when it gets really windy, her ears like fly back. Oh, my her. gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Shapa, so last week we had some fun. We had Jennifer and we had Molly, but we had no Dr. Choppa. And I was like, where's Choppa? Tell me where I he is. Know, and they wouldn't release I your know, location. I know. But I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I did. I had a great Merry Christmas. I was very thankful that the ladies stepped in and uh, allowed me uh, a, an opportunity to, to, to step off the mic for a moment. And uh, But, yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Uh, had a fantastic time with kids and family. Uh, even left the old cell phone uh, at home uh, on New Year's Eve and uh, Christmas. or Christmas Eve and uh, probably I'm thinking about do I might New do it again too? too. I don't know if it sounds like yeah. It. Um, and and it was really interesting, like to to let go of the phone. And uh, it, I mean, it is such you know talking about stress and how to de- downplay stress. Um, it is amazing how stressful this little device is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call it an electronic leash because. Mm-hmm. You, you have heaven forbid you don't have access to it for two or three hours, you know. And uh, I mean, as a matter of fact, I drove out the driveway, got halfway down the street, and saw that my Bluetooth wasn't connected on my on my dashboard. And I go, "Oops, stupid electronic leash!" And I had to turn my hiney around and go back home and get the dang thing, you know. Yeah. And um, because I know I'm not going to be back till one o'clock, so heaven forbid, I go, to, you know, five or six hours without the phone. And um, and it's just this weird uh, stressor that we tote around voluntarily. I mean, I think this might actually be the mark of the beast. You know, people are worried about microchips, but we voluntarily voluntarily carry this thing around, and we stress out over this thing constantly. Yeah, I, I've heard some people, so like the drones and like, oh, they could be recording and third party and all this stuff. And I was talking to one of my coworkers about that. And then one, and someone else was like, but we also carry this around with the camera and like every bit of technology in here. And they're up, they update them every year and they push these software updates to your phone. We also carry this around and, and are fine with it. So uh, drones are OK with me, I guess. Yeah. We I use mean, if them. You, if you, <laughs> the thing is, is that if you're going to live in a way that you don't want to be seen. You, you're gonna have problems anyway, so yeah. they're gonna find you out, right? God oh, yeah. is God is on our tail all the time, so He watches out for us, knows what we're doing and what we're up to, and it's just now we have the ability to track people and the ability to be tracked and the ability to 
<clears throat> oh, keep up with the maybe, crazy. Maybe it's always been there, but now it's just so like out there. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And but I'm because I was just reading in the scriptures this morning that you know where can I go that the Lord can't find me? You know nowhere. And that's a, and I find comfort in it. But the same idea that like you know technology like they have these little devices now that you can plug on your fo- on your key ring or on your phone or even in your wallet that will chime and ring. And all you got to do is access one. If you can't find your wallet, but you got you can find your keys. You can find your phone. You can find your phone via your keys or your wallet. I mean, in, as long as you have one of those three contraptions, it'll like sing off this loud noise. You just need one. You just need one. If mm-hmm. we keep it up, we won't have to think at all anymore. And see, and there's where I get nervous. <laughs> so when we talk about how to decrease stress, <laughs> when we disengage our thinking brain, we can almost guarantee stress is going to go through the roof. I was going to say, man, that'd be nice. I don't even have to use my brain anymore. And I just like go through the motions. Ooh, let's but, just but not just, be human at all anymore. That's, that's let's right. Just, let's just, we'll just be the robots that they've uh, been portraying on the movies for, for oh, yeah. the last 20, 30, 40, well, 50 I mean, years. Your sign says it behind you. If the dude don't move, the dude don't groove, right? Dude don't groove. If, if the... If <laughs> If you don't use it, you lose it. And so if we don't learn to engage the thinking brain, uh, man, it's T-R-O-V-L-E. It's trouble. And uh, definitely one of the, the key ways to make sure that stress isn't in what we call the primal, uh, anxious, uh, overwhelm fight-or-flight response is to get thinking again. Ask yourself questions. How do I want to feel? How am I feeling? Am I willing to sit with the stuff I'm going through right now. Like if you've, you know, really struggling with depression or if you're just struggling with anger, if you're struggling with anxiety, you know, it's our tendency to run from it. It's our tendency to fight a way to get it out of its grip. But sometimes it's important to just realize, man, sit with it. Like, what do you want? You know, anxiety, what do you want? Depression, like, what do you, why do you want Why do you want to make me feel like that? And you start asking it questions, and you find that you actually kind of get bored with it after about three minutes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start being able to find a solution on how to, all right, well, I'm, now I have to decide. You know, am I going to sit here and wallow around in this? Or am I going to get off my hiney and go for a walk, change my space? Am I going to, you know, leverage some of the tools that I've learned from living well, like adaptogen, mentran, neviton, or maybe rub some peppermint on your forehead, or, you know, go get some hot tea, or... You know, do something to change your space. The funny thing is is that I think people want to live there, right? Like when you're feeling blue, you you don't always want somebody to fix it. Yeah, right. Like there, people come along and they want to encourage you. It's it happens when you're a little kid. It starts from there because I've talked to my son before, and I'm like, okay, I'm no one's mad at you. You're not in trouble, but or my daughter, you know, and it's like it's okay. You don't have to be sad at all or anymore. There was no reason to, but you almost enjoy being in in that state. Feel sorry for me, maybe, or it's, I don't know. I think it's learned at a very it, young age. It's, it's a way to get a little bit of attention, right. right? And so, and sometimes people don't think they want the attention, but maybe they do. Yeah. And so they kind of go in this. You know, I don't really want to. I, I mean, it's too hard to be better, and we just start listing our excuses. Dude, I don't, I don't have any adaptogen, mentran, neviton. You go, okay, well then, do you have peppermint oil? No, I don't have any peppermint oil. Like, well, do you have any tea? I don't have any tea. Well, then like, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're you know welcome. You, I know what no. you do have. You can go take a cold shower. You know, you know? I told my wife the other day because I asked you, Chop. I was like, do you ever like passive aggressively? And something happened. I, I told my wife, I was like, you need some adaptogen and neviton, and she was like, what's that? I was like. 
Never mind. Apparently, only, only if you knew. Apparently, you don't listen to the show. I know, on not morning. enough. If you're not tuned in now, maybe, maybe she is. That always happens. But I just thought it was funny because I used that. I was, and it made me laugh because I was a little flustered. I don't even remember what it was. Nothing. I was like, you need some adaptocrine and Neviton, and then I was just like, kind of laughed, and then it was over. Just a little rem- joke to myself. <laughs> that's the reality is, is are you, are you willing to let somebody speak into your life? Like, do you trust the people around you to let them speak into your life and say, mm. hey, you know, you're. You're not in a great space right now, and hey, I I can help you if you let me if you let me in. But a lot of times because we what's the value the of of staying in there really, right? Right. Like you said, there's no value. But like Jennifer and I were talking just the other day, it's like we focus as a whole, you know, as a community, uh, too much on like the negative stuff going on in our life instead of like really appreciating the blessings we have every which way around us. And, and and when we freak out over, you know, sitting uh, with some of those negative thoughts, we have to remember, like, our very, very, very best day that we could possibly imagine. And every one of us has, you know, one. I mean, I, I, the days my kids were born, those were like, I, I still, they're imprinted on, on my cortex, you know. Like, I'm not going to ever forget the imagery that, you know, I mean, I can pull up emotion through this, I mean, thought of uh, of how powerful these images are in my head. Um, you know, just recently had a parental moment where we surprised my girls with uh, a new dog, and um, and best parental um, experience of my, you know, parental life so far. You know, I mean, just un- outstanding. Uh, but the, even at that best experience, holds nothing with one day with Jesus. You know, and why don't we look to the good things that we have and look forward to things to come uh, as opposed to live in the past and regret and all of our (laughs) shortcomings and failures. And, you know, and and sometimes I wonder if we do that because we don't have a solution on how to move forward. Well, I think we we failed a plan. I was reading this this morning. This was a uh, quote from Andy Stanley. He says, I've concluded that while nobody plans to mess up their life, the problem is is that few of us plan not to, uh, right? So, yeah. so how many times do we take those opportunities to plan an event? Plan. You put a lot of effort into planning that event with the dog and keeping it a surprise and the whole nine yards and how is this gonna, how's this all going to play out and go down? And I mean, I think we've all had some of those days. I, I surprised my husband years and years ago. Oh, well, 15 years ago now with a new car like I, and it was just like it was the best thing ever we went to a restaurant and I told him so we were going for his quote birthday dinner and we're there and I had the guy from the dealership come in to the restaurant and say does anybody have a little Nissan Sentra or whatever your lights are had? on <laughs> and he, you know I'm You're sorry about to be towed. I, I, I just backed into it and so oh, and my husband what? and my husband's like it's my birthday y'all are trying something so I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not going out there. And I finally I was like, well, the surprise is about to be blown. So here I go. I'm like, well, if you're not going to check on your car, I'm going to go check on your car. Right. Yeah. And so he takes the bullet, walks out with the salesman, not knowing his salesman. And he's walking out the front door and he's he says, well, what kind of car do you have? And he's like, oh, five Mustang. My husband's like. My dream car? <laughs> nice. And it was so, I mean, it was just yeah. so perfect. And as my husband walked around his car to look for the damage. There's no like, damage. There's no damage. He looks at the guy. He's like, you didn't hit my car. 
And he handed him the keys. Yeah, that's awesome. And so it's like, we planned that, right? And months that of planning went into that. That's best story. Dude, what? Was a, so fun. I remember the 05s when they changed that body, it too. Was, yes. It was. That yeah. was the whole deal. He was he loved the Mustang, and he wanted to do it. So anyway, he finally traded in the Mustang. It finally got too old to, yeah. to be worth. You know, but it was, you know, it was one of those great fun days things that you do that you just have a blast and you 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 do that but most of the time we don't plan for those events what about january what's your what's your planned event in january right well, yeah the good news is is 2020 is almost over so all the stress is going to go away and then we have 2021 and it's going to be like covid's gone life is back we I can want, have concerts dude, and it's going to be amazing right yeah, let's. Um, what about sign? <laughs> you would sign up for that? Guardy's in charge. Yeah, Guardy's got we, this we figured just out. Put Guardy's just sign right here. Guardy's <laughs> gonna figure it all world. out. I'm the new leader. That's right. <laughs> oh man, we'd have so much fun, yeah. but it'd be really bad. Um, I mean, <laughs> right, but man, it'd be great. I mean, and so here's the here's a question we can ask our listeners today. Yeah. Um, what is your word for 2021? Like, you know, somebody told me yesterday their word. She goes, "Oh, totally know what it is. Hope." Hmm. You know. Uh, I had somebody else. They said a purpose. You know, somebody else said to you know joy, and um, and so you know what's your word? And uh, because here's the deal: uh, if you don't have something to look forward to, you have a tendency to sit with what you already got, and you might not like it. And that's how you just sit and you wall around <laughs> in that misery or that troublesome thought process. And man, you know, uh, one of the best ways that I've found for myself to plan for the new year and to, or to de-stress is through reflection and uh, my wife came to bed last night um, and she's in a clean out mode and so we're cleaning out you know the years past of accumulated Christmases and um, and and we're getting rid of like, old she goes you want to test all these lights I'm like no those are the ones that like take up all the electrical energy we're chunking that <laughs> stuff you know? yeah we've got the state-of-the-art LED you know oh yeah and um, and so we're getting rid of things, which is really fun to get rid of stuff that you've been toting around. And uh, but she starts pulling out like, you know, pictures of the kids' drawings and um, and and all the kids had. They're just so incredibly gifted and creative. You know, before we kind of screw them up, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And and and, uh, and and tell and, them we don't have time for that. That's right. And 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 I think that going back and looking at some of those uh, memories uh, helps. You know, you stop and smell the roses and you go, wow, that is what life's about is to like, like like raising children. What a great experience for those of us that have children, you know, Uh, starting a new business. What an exciting venture you're about to embark on. If that's something that's coming your way or you've done this year, Um, stepping out in faith, you know, and and being able to reflect back. Like Tiffany told me last night, she goes, I found just gobbles of notes from seminars. I didn't throw any of it away, by the way. I was like, thank you. And um, she goes, you should go read all of your handwritten notes on every page. She goes, I was just like, I felt like I got to see another piece of you. And and I think that you would enjoy seeing you. And then Jennifer tells me yesterday, she goes, I think we need to, you know, reflect on our, you know, uh, uh, something like that. Well, so this was a play from John Maxwell. So he actually, he does this on Christmas Day. He gets all the excitement, the hoopla, the kids and the grandkids opening the presents. And then he kind of retreats on Christmas Day and does a reflection and goes through his calendar of the year and just reflects back and looks for the good and the things that he um, 
things that went well, things that didn't go well. And anyway, he, he plans this all out and he does this on Christmas Day. And so I've kind of used a lot of the last few days to look and reflect. And so he has this, you know, well-written calendar. And here I am. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where, I mean, I know I went to seminar, but I don't remember what weekend it was. And I don't remember this and I don't remember that. And so I don't have good notes to go, go back and look and reflect on what the year looked like. So, um, and so one of the things that I think is valuable in that exercise is that if you want to design a life, right, design things. One of the things that I, my goals for this next year, one of my goals for this next year is to, you know, we plan what to do with our money. We plan our finances. We talk about it all the time, but all that, all that all the time of how we're going to, you know, be better stewards of our money and get on a budget and all these good things. But have we ever planned our time? And spent some time thinking about, you know, what do what do I do with my time? How much time am I quote wasting? If I and that's the most valuable to, thing. If I time. it's the only yeah. thing you yeah. have really because mm-hmm. I mean the money's going to go, the houses are going to go. Like if they took it all away from you, all you got left are good looks. It, they're going to take. <laughs> I mean, away. they'll last as long as you know as they can, 120. But then I mean, after that, <laughs> our good looks are going to they're going to eventually fade sooner will, or later. They will fade. They will change, right? Yeah. So when we look at that and I think, okay, how can I be a better steward of my time and if I'm going to take a class, another class or if I'm going to teach my kids, where does that fit? Where is my time for that and planning it and prioritizing that? And so that's one of my kind of goals for this next year is to kind of like is that your word? You would say time. No, my plan? I think my word for the year, if I had to pick one right now, is consistency. Consistency. Consistency, because that is what defines whether or not you have time for the things that are really important to you. If yeah. you consistently set aside time for <clears throat> church, right? It, how easy it is it to fall away from a habit of going to church? Mm-hmm. I think it happened to a lot of people um, this year. Whenever the churches were forced to be closed, which is crazy to kind of say. Well, and think about it. But it happened, yeah. And then just like, man, I skipped, or even I saw it at the gym, or like being sick, not feeling well. I didn't go to the gym for like three weeks. And how hard is it to start? It's hard to go back and do anything again after you get out of that consistency that you have built. I heard a story this morning about uh, a guy that says, you know, if I'm going to get on an airplane and fly from here to New York, right? I'm going to fly across the country and I stop in every state, right? And the next guy gets in the airplane, he just flies straight. To New York, he he can fly at 200 miles an hour. I can fly at 500 miles an hour. I'm still going to lose because I keep starting and stopping and starting and yeah. stopping and starting and stopping. And I think that's where the consistency really comes into the into the equation. Like, what are you going to do to make sure that the things that are important happen every day? And so you think about a a locomotive or a the the space shuttle. You know, to get that thing off the ground takes a lot of energy. But once once space shuttles in control? orbit. You're there. You're we're going. We're there, and we're, it's not doesn't take as much work to keep things. So things are take work to get things started, and people get super excited at the beginning of the year, and they plan. You know, I'm a workout two hours a day, seven days a week for the next, <laughs> you know, for the rest of my life, and it's just not reality, right? So the question is, is how long is that reality? Make that your goal. Make it a temporary goal, and. How how is that gonna how am I gonna let that ignite me to do something better in the future as opposed to I just did it for twenty one days, I did it for ten days, I did it for a month. And that's why people fail on their New Year's resolutions, right? Because they get so excited they set something that's completely unreasonable and then 
but we're told but we're told we're supposed to like set the BHAG, you know, the big hairy audacious dream or whatever. We'll do it. But it doesn't mean so like and that's like or with a our big hairy audacious goal yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he worked really hard like his brain started. I'm gonna going, write that I'm gonna write gotta, that down. I gotta have this I gotta have this well, word. Big hairy <laughs> and I'm gonna I'll well, Google this. But, but you know, we're told that we have to set this big old thing. And so I mean are they tell are, are the powers that be that are telling us these things telling us the uh, that it's uh, setting us up for failure in a sense? I, I mean, I think in some ways it is if you can't be consistent because really, where is the compounding effect? Where do you really get results? I think people you don't see, get results until change your you've habits, done it change for your life every day, right? Yeah. But we also see other people's results, and we don't know the work and the consistency that has been put in. But we see it because we, we the have end. these devices, and we see it like, oh man. Look, Chapa did this, Chapa did that, but you don't know the team that he has surrounded himself with that has supported him, the work he's put in, the 15-plus years of every day doing, doing what doing he does. I think that's the real issue is that we look at something that's off in the distance and we think, oh, well, you know, you know, people want to lose weight. We get this question a lot of right. times. So when, 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 when does my Living Well Clinical and Nutrition Program end? And I'm like, Never. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. I mean, it, yeah. it's a lifestyle. If, if you think that you can work on your health for the next six weeks, and even if you get great results, if you stop, You'll you be... still stop. You're still going backwards. And so you mm. can't stop. You have to be consistent. So you have to pick things that you can do consistently and make those changes. And so sometimes some people are great at, hey, I'm going to jump off a cliff and you know, do a 21-day detox, and that'd be my first thing. And some people just aren't, right? So they, yeah. just, they just have a really hard time. So if you want to have that big, hairy, audacious dream <laughs> goal for the first year, first part of the year and do your 21-day detox, but the question is, what are you going to do after that to, to maintain. maintain it? You have to maintain it. And I was, uh, I was looking at a, a, one of my notes from 2009, uh, two nights ago, and one of the things that I had wrote in there was – I guess it was something that this instructor said. He goes, you know, if 10 years from now you could be a healthier, brighter, more productive, ambitious version of yourself, what do you need to do today and every day after to make sure that 10 years from now you're where you're, you want to be? One of my mentors says, uh, you know, we need to set we need to set up life in 90-day increments. 90 days for your quote-unquote big, hairy, audacious goal. You know, 60, 60 days uh, from now, uh, what task and things need to be in place to make sure that 90-day hit happens? 30 days from now, what needs to be in place so that the 60-day, mm. you know, uh, uh, task are hit? And then what can I do today? So you have four quadrants, 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, and today. And, um, and, and if we maybe set the big, hairy, audacious goal and we have a plan going into the uh, new year and we recognize that, you know, I, I set this big thing, but I'm going to live in 90-day increments recognizing that maybe it's going to take six months for my hormones to get balanced out. Or maybe it's going to take, you know, uh, we were talking about a, a case the other day that it was almost nine, nine months before they started losing weight, but all of a sudden, boom, the weight just fell off of them. And it was because they were so toxic, meaning they were burdened with metals and chemicals and bioaccumulated waste that their body was unable to get rid of. And the body just had been storing that stuff, storing it in the brain and disrupting neurological activity. So the brain wasn't even communicating to the rest of the cellular structures well downstream. 
it was storing these toxins in fat cells, and the fat cells were just swelling up seven times the size of normal, and new fat cells were coming on the scene in order to help offset some of the toxic burden that the body can't deal with and the body won't deal with if it can't get it out. So it's just going to be like, well, I'll store it for a later day. Or the body is storing the stuff in the joints, and the body hurts, and so the person doesn't move as often or as much as they need to be. And so it's like this spiral of decline. <coughs> well, by the time they get to us, I mean, they're 20, 30 years into that process, and they want us to fix them in six weeks. And it, although we want you to be better in six weeks, and a lot of times we see fantastic results in six weeks, but it's that maintaining and that consistency over time that then lands the big hairy audacious 90 pound goal you know because if you lost 90 pounds in 30 days man there's probably something really you wrong have, you have to check you have to look into you know if you're still just as toxic and you've lost 90 pounds you're probably in a poorer health state right and Very so we possible. don't want to push that weight loss and so sometimes people need to be reminded you know why do you want to lose weight and what is your real motivation right because if it's just to lose weight you're gonna Got to find a why. Up. You're going to give up. Like, because I want to spend you know, time with my kids, or I want to keep up, or I want to live to be able to yeah, spend want, time with my family, or go to school, or finish my degree. Yeah, I want to be yeah. able to, I mean, simply, I mean, sometimes it's simple. Uh, I, I remember, you know, we have five kids, and I remember at the end, with my last one, when she was little, my, you know, my knees hurt so bad, I just, I didn't want to get up, on, get on the ground and pick up toys anymore. I mean, really, like, she's, yeah. that's probably the reason she was last, is because I was like... I'm tired of picking up toys on the floor. And when you got little ones, six months old, nine months old, 12 months old. That's all you're doing that's all is you're living doing on is the floor. Living on the floor, living on the floor and getting up and down and up and down, up and down. And, you know, the fact that my knees don't hurt now and that, you know, as my sweet little grandbaby starts to crawl and get around that. Makes you want to so have afraid. another one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Once you have grandkids. I love, I love how you <laughs> set you up. That was funny. He did, but it, but it doesn't really matter because once you have grandkids, like that's like the ultimate. Like you don't you don't have to you don't have to do the, all the hard work anymore. You just get to love on them and oh man, that's true. Coddle them and I was talking to some guys at uh, at jujitsu this morning about about that because they were saying like, well, you know, I remember how my mom and my dad, I love them and they're awesome parents. Um, you know, disciplined me or like corrected me. And then whenever um, my son, who is, you know, he's eight years old, if I correct him or I talk to him and say, let's not, you know, my mom's like, I don't know if you should be, you know, like, come here. It's okay. Just ignore. I'm like, hello. What happened? I remember when I was a kid. How come, where was that? I would have appreciated hey, that. Hey, a little there, bit. there is a little bit to this, you know, as you get older, you might get wiser. So maybe, oh, maybe there's so. A, there's, there are some pieces to that puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's a totally it's different like, aspect. It's oh, like, wait, I failed so many times with my kids. Like, can we see if I can? <laughs> well, as a grandparent, you're like, all I got to do is spoil them and do all this. And oh, that yeah. drives me. I mean, <laughs> personally, that drives me nuts. <laughs> and, I, and I get it. And I know I'm not a, a grandparent. Yeah, you'll and, never. And, and, and you'll, you'll get there. You'll and get and there. at some yeah. point, I'm like, I mean, you really think I'm gonna like be giving Twinkies to my grandkids? Oh, my no, dad! My no. dad's watching right Actually, now. The funny, he said, he said, the he said being a grandparent is the best. Alone. Yeah, and yeah. every the, grandparent says that. And I've got, <laughs> that is awesome. The funny yeah, part amazing. is, is that I have a feeling that I'm gonna be introducing my grandkid to vegetables. Junk food. Oh. <laughs> no, no vegetables. Because... Here's a carrot. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what is that? Yeah. I've never Brussels seen one sprout. before. <laughs> But maybe it'll be different. Maybe coming from grandma or grandpa, it would be way different yeah. than coming from mom and dad. And 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 I'm like, because my kids, they go over to the in-laws and they'll eat. They eat. They, they at home. It's like 
eat. Seriously, you're not moving from the table until you have at least three more bites. <laughs> right? You start negotiating with them, right? Yeah. And I was like, dude, do you think I'd cook something that didn't taste good? And they look at you kind of funny, and they go, <laughs> well? And I'm like, hello, I know I eat bushes a lot, but I mean, I eat good food too. <laughs> My mom tuned in too. My dad must have told her. Uh oh. Uh, love you guys. I hope that. Yeah, that's <laughs> See right. y'all later. Yeah. I'm coming over. Our parents all, are all, the, all our parents, we love you guys so much. Y'all are the best things ever. We're not talking bad about you at hey, all. And all I'm gonna say is, is that when he starts talking like that, I start moving because I think there's lightning. Lightning. Oh. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that was a little, a little stronger wind than I realized coming in the door. This morning, you have strong. the door slams and hits you. Man, so right now it's 9:29. This is KGARadio.com, 99.5. It's Kickstart talking with Dr. Aaron Chapa, Jennifer Withy with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center in League City, Texas. Um, and it's almost January. I know there's some really cool stuff coming up with uh, Living Well in the new year, right? There is. And so some of that, you know, we, we talk about stress and how to decrease stress emotionally and, and setting new goals and, and setting new habits. Uh, but, you know, there's also things you can do biochemically to uh, enhance your body's ability to deal with and handle stress. And many of us have symptom patterns that we were not genetically born with, which basically means you're dealing with headaches or you're dealing with a rash or you're dealing with uh, hormonal challenges or you're dealing with sleep issues or you're dealing with some kind of like health concern, challenge, whatever you want to call it, that you weren't dealing with two, three years ago or five years ago or even 20 years ago. And so what we know is that the, as much as a lot of those things are indeed emotional, and we have had, what, a whirlwind of uh, different stresses this year than we've, than we've had to deal with in a long time as a country, as a worldwide or, you know, body of humans roaming the uh, terrain, um, the, the fear of the unknown, the stresses are there. <coughs> so the question is, and people ask me all the time, like, you know, well, what do you eat for breakfast? Well, if I told you what I ate for breakfast today— you probably, I don't really want to tell you because you might not be interested in what we're going to be doing with you. But here's the reality. What I'm doing isn't necessarily what I'm going to ask you to do. Because we at Clinical, uh, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we build uh, uh, unique programs that are specific to you and your body. Because what works for me will not necessarily work for you. And and my member, like Gardy said earlier, like I'm, I'm, you know, 17 years into the, or 16 and a half years or whatever into this game of health and wellness at a professional level, I've been making lifestyle choices since I've been 15. No sugar, no, you know, uh, caffeine, no sodas, no juice, no this and that. I mean, I started making lifestyle choices at 15 years old. So like, like my change your habit, change your life game for health started early. And uh, not that I'm perfect by any means, but I'm def definitely I'm further down the road than a lot, you know. And 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 so when it comes to what you can start doing, looking forward to the the uh, 2021 era um, is our ultimate detox program. I mean, it is one of the best, fastest ways to launch, you know, into the new year and deburden the body of biochemical waste that you've been stuck with toting around long enough. And we teach and promote 42 days a year of detoxification. And this year happens to be my 42nd detox. So we call, we're calling uh, 2021 and the 21-day detox the golden detox year. 
And so we're kind of fired up about it. I mean, twenty twenty one, and it's fun. the twenty one days of detoxification. And for me, it's a golden uh, year as well because it's in my forty second one, and I teach that you should be doing forty two detoxes a year. So I don't, uh, I didn't. He's plan got all that, the numbers, but He's God, got all the numbers. I know, right? and I'm not the numbers guy. That's what's even more funny. Uh, but I, somebody else had to tell me the numbers, and I go, they had to remind me, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, you yeah. know. And uh, and so we're just going to roll with it. I mean, God had a plan, I guess, you know, knew that uh, we were going to be here at this juncture of time. And, you know, and I really do. I, I'm always blown away by how much a detox can change people, because just like what Jennifer was saying, when you start making these lifestyle changes and you get off the ground of, you know, taking off on this journey, it's amazing how fast your body turns. It's amazing how fast your body handles stress better. Why? And and because when you get rid of what your body doesn't need as a burden, your body has bandwidth to tolerate all the more. And and so you know when when COVID started, um, and I started researching and realizing that okay, people are treating this like a hurricane. They went and bought all the junk food and stockpiled the wrong foods, and they started eating all the comfort foods. But the problem is, is the hurricane never ended. Right. And so people are still wondering if there's going to be food at the store. They're still wondering, you know, buying the wrong foods and junk foods and processed foods. <laughs> and and, and the joke became, oh, I got the COVID-15, you know, and uh, not the freshman 15, but the COVID-15. It's like, dead gum, we've given a lot of credit to this bug, you know, that we can't even see. And 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 we and we're still fighting. Well, it. and that's our, you know, for to let that be our excuse for an extra 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 pounds. In a year? In a year? Less yeah. than okay, a year? That's not, that's not okay. That's not okay. That's that was my okay. excuse. <laughs> that was my well, excuse. let's see if we can <laughs> redirect you. Okay, thank you. Know you know I think I think so many people got lost this year in that yeah. and yeah. in the chain and not only the they got lost in the food, they got lost in the in the caring for each other. They just we just kind of looked inside and I you know I hear so many people talking about reflecting on 2020 and going oh man I you know I didn't I I didn't I didn't I didn't do anything that I should have done for myself and they're they're reflecting on it and how we had to make all these changes and it's funny because you know for us over at living well like like we doubled down like we doubled down and said you know what this is why we're here and we're going to continue to be here to help people with their health and wellness and so you know, the people that came on board this year, like, they kind of get it because they saw the people around them kind of imploding and said, I better do something. Yeah, yeah. and we, and we, we, you know, we, we can stayed consistent with our, our, our monthly seminar programs, of course, being here at KHE Radio and sharing, you know, insights every week on just how to, like, live through different, you know, challenges, trying to keep, uh, we, we tried something different with the themes of uh, nutritional topics. And, and we're just excited because... You know, education and re- is important, and then finding a tribe of people that you can love and trust, just like we were talking about. If you don't trust the people that you're working with, then you're less likely to take in their inputs. You know, I was talking to a, a, a couple friends because um, I have a tendency to live and breathe by a philosophy that I, you know, take no credit, take no blame. And, you know, uh, a good friend of mine um, sitting right next to me, you know, kind of helped me realize that. I'm pretty good at not taking credit for people's successes, but I have a really bad habit of taking blame for people's failures, um, as if like somehow it's my fault, you know, that you're sick. And um, and, and 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 but it always baffles me 
when I literally, if you don't know, like, you know, my feelings on dairy and, and you've heard me speak four times ever, <laughs> you know, I've done a really <laughs> poor job of educating you um, because it's very apparent that I'm against it and don't think that it's healthy. And, and, um, and, and, and I speak only from what my practice has shown me, but yet I'll find people that I've been working with for years still consuming dairy. Well, you know, I, 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 I can't make people do anything. I can only just lead the horse to water, so to speak. And um, I had another thought that I wanted to throw out there. I was like, no, frontal lobe should engage and, you know, break that one. Every now and then. It, it, it works. I then. took my supplements and I took some extra <laughs> brain support this morning to make sure that the frontal lobe was engaged. And um, now I want to know. And, uh, I know. I know. Right. I know. He, no, he you always, probably don't. Know. Okay, okay. It's okay. Right. And we're going to move on. Let it go. But, right. but here's the, but the thing is, is, you know, we, we have to be willing to take the the uh, information that we're being given from people that we love and trust and see the tribe for what it is and then go, okay, these this is the change your habit, change your life. This is what I have to do. So if I want to see a better version of myself at the end of 2021, what am I willing to do? What am I, what am I able to do? What do I need to do that I don't know how to do that I can be taught? And this is what we want for you know people that come and see us is we want to be your health and wellness resource for all the stuff that's going on in your life, and you know and and Lord knows we want to be there for everybody at every juncture in time, and uh, and I and I'm I'm trying to figure out what my word is you know is it application is it you know is it reflection is it you know, you know don't blame myself because other people don't want to listen um you, you know and because but I just. I've, I've struggled with these are my own little battles, you know, that I'm working on and working through and I'm still re being refined. And I think that's some of the adventurous mm -hmm. part of, you know, growth and development is the journey here on the human ex in the human experience is that we don't stop uh, and arrive at a finish line until we give up the ghost. Right. And, mm -hmm. and even then still what? Life's just begun. It is. Yeah. Eternity. Yeah. Hey, Jesus, it's good. You know, I was uh, sharing the other day with some people. I had a bunch of goals at the beginning of 2020, and I don't think I hit one of them, which is which is funny. But I, I would say looking back on 2020, that my word became shift because I didn't hit the goals that I had set out for, but we crushed it in ways that we didn't even know we were going to and surpassed, you know, made the goals that we had look like nothing compared to what we accomplished but i would say 2020 for me and for khea was shift um and i think that's and important you have to be able to shift you have right. to be able to adjust so you're making a plan so that you don't plan to fail and then recognizing that you may or may not be able to work it out that direct directly and know when it's time to shift when it's time to make those uh, adjustments and so when the people that are making those adjustments and saying, you know what, I'm not going to let this bug affect me to the point that I can't function function, and can't be a human productive. and can't be productive. Th those are the people that are winning, right? Those are the people that are like, oh, it's just 2020. It's just another year, right? And yeah. so I look back and I go, man, there there really wasn't anything that, you know, things, I mean, things were different, right? But it allowed me to be, you know, respectful of other people's decisions and to be able to say you know what this is what i'm going to do and be comfortable with i'm what i'm going to do and let other people be comfortable with what they're going to do and love them through their decisions to make 
different decisions than I'm making. And that's, that's okay too. But we've got to give that everybody the time and the ability to make their own decisions. And, you know, as much as we preach, no dairy, no dairy, no dairy, no dairy. Like, like so I've had people come in, they're like, oh, I didn't want to come into the office because I know, I know y'all are going <laughs> to, I know y'all are going to tell me that I can't have dairy. And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> what what else can we tell you when we see something over and over and over? I mean, and, and really, I mean, we probably should be telling people, you can have zero sugar, too. And people are like... Mm. Yeah, yeah, now you've stepped <laughs> over the line, okay? <laughs> Hello. Like, dairy is no big deal, but what about refined white sugar? Like, yeah. try yeah. taking that out of your diet. Like It's impossible. It, it, and I so mean, it's, it's really interesting, because as well as I do with my diet, like, there's little places that creep in. And so when I got my... Uh, food sensitivity test that you know sugar shows up and i'm like dude i don't even eat hardly any sugar and so you just start yanking it out and making sure and so which i mean sugar for being a biochemical stress it's for you it's a it's a bomb yeah because for for regardia it might be a firecracker you know um and but at the end of the day we know that consumption overconsumption, you know volume for which we're taking in it carries a, a, a pretty big weight uh, right. and and we have to be mindful that you know sugar although tastes good nothing below your taste buds want it and it is it is so laden in your food and your spices even that you're buying and you have to look at everything if and you should mm-hmm. you, everybody should try literally to just go off of anything if the label has you know either refined sugar corn syrups corn you know any type of sugar sweetener at all for 30 days just see if you can go without it for two weeks even well I th- I and think you'll be you, shocked at how you, challenging it is if you bake at home and you use things like coconut sugar or maple syrup you know right right now while we're still in the swing of the holiday season the, the biochemical stress is far less on the body and you still get the sweet taste right right but we're so we're so inundated with that sweet taste that we eat fruit and it doesn't taste sweet to us. Right? Yeah. Like it, how should, weird is that? It should taste sweet, and that'll tell you how much you know how much sugar that our bodies want. Yeah. So I was gonna say sometimes you know, and I sometimes I don't eat that good, guys. But you know, if you have like a really sweet drink and then you eat like a piece of chocolate, y'all probably don't know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> trust me, if you if you have I don't know, let's say you're a slushy, and then you eat something <laughs> afterwards, it's like. Like I'm eating nothing because it's so sweet, and it's just like man, the, this the is, sweet this is of the nothing, slushy yeah. overpowered the uh, sweet of whatever well, you're what, consuming. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when you do it once, no big deal. When you do it once a day, consistently for 365 <laughs> days, it adds up for yeah. five years, and then ten years, and then twenty years, it starts to add up. It yeah. Starts to add up, and you have to, you know, you have to budget that in I, if you're going to put it in. I always, I always find it interesting that like you know the 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 stress that the body carries. You know, we can't see the liver struggling, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, but yet we can just we don't know what it looks like. So for some people, it might be hot flashes. Some people might night sweat. Some people might be tossing and turning, waking up at night to pee. I mean, you know, some people may be a rash, you know, some people may be allergies. And that's what's so complicated about the human body is that it is it's although there's so much symmetry and there's so much non-symmetrical aspects of our bodies, um, you can't see the inner workings of stress that your body goes through on a day-to-day basis to get your heart to pump 100,000 times a day. 
you know, to make sure that the, the neurotransmitters uh, are firing and, uh, and synapsing in between um, uh, the brain cells like they're supposed to, and making sure that the feedback loops are in check and that, that the circadian rhythms are working, that you're digesting well in the morning, your bowels are moving more frequently in the morning, and, and, and uh, but not to say that they shouldn't move in the evening, you know what I mean? Like, to appreciate that there's energy pathways that are more heightened at certain points in time throughout a 24-hour cycle. And, and just because you can't see the stress that the body is under trying to make sure that your day goes as smooth as possible, um, we have to appreciate that that one-year, five-year, ten-year plan of, you know, poor quality choices, uh, unfortunately— Ignorance is not always bliss. Mm -hmm. you know, I think it one will of, bite you in the I butt. I think one of the things, though, that is amazing, because you just glossed right over those check engine lights for the liver, right? The waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, the snoring, the you know, the headache, all these things that when the, we, the body, the liver is struggling, the reality is, is that the cool thing is, is that God made it so that we have all those backup plans. God made our bodies so that we have all those backup plans. And instead of recognizing and appreciating them for what they are, as a backup plan, mm. it's a backup plan to wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. That's a backup plan. <clears throat> Liver has too much work to do, calls the kidneys. That's a backup plan. And we're like, well, I don't know. My kid gets up every night. Mm. I get up every night. That's, that's just normal. And we, and we, then accept we, those, and they're validated. we accept those backup plans as if they were the reality of what should be oh, happening. Oh, well, you're getting old, so I guess that's okay for you, you know? And and, and Yeah, except for they're like 27. Yeah, it, no, exactly, <laughs> I'm exactly. Like, dude, these people are getting older very young yeah. right now. <laughs> older very young. <laughs> that's a thought. And and so that's and that's the that's the game that we're, you know, playing in and helping people realize that I mean, if you've got things happening in your body that aren't making sense to you, you have to question like there's always more to the story. So all these people that, you know, um, have died of COVID, for example, like I always find when I dig a little, there's always more to the story. They had chronic asthma for years and years and years and years and years their whole life. Or they were diabetic and they were out of control, you know, I don't want to say foolish diabetics, but foolish diabetics. You know, they just three sheets to the wind didn't take care of anything and, and weren't willing to make any lifestyle changes. They just accepted the victim, you know, approach. And, you know, and I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I mean, the reality is, is there's always more to the story. And, and I, think, I think it goes back to that whole, they didn't plan to fail. It just, they just failed didn't plan, to plan not to. They just didn't plan not to. And so it's not, you know, not to, not to get on that soapbox of people not doing their part but there's a lot of things that we haven't done our part and so if whether we're it's our to, finances whether it's our spiritual walk our marriages our parental you know all our of health it, and wellness and, our, and that's of and course it's, it's just a piece it's just a piece of, of it and so i think that's where we start to look at you know what's really what's really important right and loving people and caring for people so that they can continue to get cared for. And I think that's always Even fun, in the midst of this crazy Is people come pandemic. in and they think they don't want to come in because they, they're, maybe they're afraid of what we might say or they're worried that we're going to get mad at them. I mean, I'm like, I'm always like shocked that people are, think I'm going to get mad. Yeah, especially. And I'm like, really? I wonder if that kind of practice would work. Uh, it may work for some people. If they, you know, because people, are, I don't know, everyone's different. But if like, hey, you got to get mad at me, doctor, because I don't want to disappoint you and have that. Yeah. And sure. so if you if you it's have the, too much velvet on the hammer, you don't get anything <laughs> accomplished either. You know? Yeah. 
But I don't know. Like, like for me, I, I found that a, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. So I'd rather work with a person and constantly be driving endocrine pathways. So helping the pituitary hypothalamus communicate better to the thyroid, your metabolic engine, or communicate better to your adrenal glands so that you manage and regulate stress more effectively, or regulate your hormonal uh, ovarian cycle so that, uh, or testicular cycle to make sure that you're aging gracefully uh, and, and you're potent for life, right? And, and so I'd rather sit with a patient and help them their lymphatics detox better the lymph their their liver pathways open up and cleanse and their bowels move and and all of a sudden I start working on these systems. We call it systems-based medicine. As we get in and we start working on different systems upon different systems upon different systems, the burdens start falling off and the person literally starts coming up with ideas that we've been teaching them all along, but now they <laughs> no, came up with ideas. it on their own conclusion. But and, isn't and that I'm the like, best way, That's though. the best way? That's mm-hmm. the best way yes, when absolutely. they realize it, and so they just come to... <clears throat> it's just re- a bummer when it takes them nine months, you know? But okay, whatever. Sometimes it I takes think that time. But it's, that's, that's, their, that's their time clock. Right? I know. you got to let people live on their time clock and do what they are willing and able to do and right. move them across. And that's why, you know, even if you're not perfect, if you can do better than you did last week, Right. And so sometimes it takes, you know, I tell I have a couple of patients where I'm like, just, you know, just get in the boat and wrestle with me a little bit. Like, fight me. Tell me you can't do it. Tell me what you can't do so I can figure out what you can do. That's mm-hmm. right. And that's what I want you to wrestle with me. Let's figure out what you can do. Because, I mean, in the end, none of us get out of this alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're not really. True. I mean, health and wellness is a journey. This is just where we are. And, and we're not going to get out of this alive. So since that's the case, you know, putting your trust in. Lord Jesus, that's your that's your real ticket to health and wellness, long term health and wellness. That's your real ticket. And so we look at it and we go, what what can we do in the meantime? And I may not be able to do, I may not be able to do a hundred percent. I may not be able to do the Dr. Chapa diet, and the Dr. Chapa diet might not even be good for me. It might not even be good for me. So let's get in the boat, let's wrestle it out, and let's find something that'll work for you so that you can be more consistent with your health and you can control the part that you can because we can't control all of what comes at us like we're inundated with toxins every day we are not designed to breathe in car exhaust every day but i don't i'm not really ready to get rid of my car nope <laughs> and i mean yeah and, i mean and, and the same goes with the the cell phones you know it's like i know people that have uh, gotten rid of the wi-fi's and got rid of the uh the cell phone and they only tap into an email or something once a social media like once a month you know just to kind of check check it you know and I'm just not there yet, you know, um, and, and, I, and I recognize, I know Wi-Fi is a potential problem for people. I know that it's, a, it's another invisible burden. Like, I can't see the gas fumes affecting me, but now we know clinically that it affects us. Um, there was a season uh, early in my practice where there was quite a bit of, a, um, I think the word scuttlebutt on uh, whether or not they should ban cell phone use and then found out that they... Um, banned cell phone use in children under 13 in parts of Europe and uh, because of brain tumor rise, you know. And so there's something to these. And the phones even tell you in the warning labels that nobody reads, you know, that these <laughs> things have. The 45-page ma- document. Yeah. We're like, it's like, I just got to make this that. thing work. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Except. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't read any of Honey, that either. It's like, I need my four-year-old to come teach me to use this thing, you know. <laughs> Except uh, terms. Just scroll to the bottom. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. Hello. Go. Keep going. And uh, but yet here it is in, in, in the fine print that this thing can cause brain tumors. And then we're, and we're shocked when I mean, when a brain tumor shows up, 
you know, but the problem is, is people don't, it, it's so some of these burdens that are going to affect you, just like a program, uh, you know, one program is no such thing as a one size fit all program, uh, isn't right. There isn't one poison that's going to destroy you either. Like your body may process chemicals way different than mine. And you can seemingly at this point in juncture and time in your life, maybe winning quote unquote the, the battle. But one of the things that I've said time and time again is that, you know, you can't outrun a bad diet. You can't outrun a bad lifestyle sooner or later. It will catch up to you. And, and that's what people have to be okay with. You know, hey, whatever your decision is, just understand that there are always consequences, good or bad. And, and so, uh, you know, I remember my pastor one time goes, you know, remember, practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, you know, because if you practice the wrong habit over and over again for 25 years, uh-oh, we call that what, Withy? Mistake colossal, right? <laughs> and, um, and so we got to make sure that we're not making um, little blunders over time that turn into colossal, you know, mishaps. And, and so that, oh, I, I hate the cliche. I, I mean, this, this, every time this lady would be at our little networking group, she would say, you know, and you remember, People never plan to fail. They just fail to plan. And it took me for like a year to actually understand what she's saying because she had it down so pat. <laughs> and so it meant something to her. It didn't mean anything yet to me. And But now, you know, I'm 15, 16, 17 years down the road, and I'm thinking, man, like if I would have saved better in this department, if I would have, you know, budgeted better in this department uh, you know, with my time, or if I would have done a better job of reflecting every year, you know, what – I, I, I oftentimes lose my goal list and, and, and get lucky if I find it the next year, you know. And um, I mean, I write, I'm real good at writing them out, but sometimes not so good at reviewing them and making sure that I hit marks or, like you discovered, shifted your focus. Because, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So, like, we write out our goals in sand, trusting that the Lord may have a different path for us. But he wants us to be engaged in the process and not just be innocent bystanders on the sideline, you know, twiddling our thumbs, wondering, you know, when we get to play. No, no, you're playing right now. If you hear my words, you're playing. If you're... if. You get to choose how you started your morning. You get to There's choose. There's no dress rehearsal. No, no. This is live, man, and we're just rolling with it. And that's why we like to come in on the show and handling all your questions and giving you guys an opportunity to get some help throughout the week, encouragement throughout the week, so that you can continue on your health and wellness journey because it is just that. It's a journey, and we want it to be the most amazing, adventurous, exciting journey possible. And we want you to be winning more often than you're losing. And yeah, dude, you're going to get sick every now and again. I mean, like to think that you're that to to, to trophy health as to never ever ever come down with a symptom is really not realistic because it's, it's really about how your body handles the symptom when you that's, get it. Right? That's like absolutely that's, we're, true. We're looking for how is my body going to handle it when I come against it. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's coming whether, you know, no matter what it is, it's going to come against you. How's my body going to handle it when I put that little bit of sugar in? How's my body going to mm -hmm. handle it when I go, you know, watch uh, airplane exhaust and when I get in the airplane and I'm exposed to radiation? How's my body going to handle it? Am I going to be able to do those things and get away with it for a little while so that I can have the benefit of going on a vacation or doing something that I want to do? Right. 
if you if we want to, if our body can handle it so that we can do those things but there's a trade-off right we pay a price a little bit each time that we're in come into contact with toxic burdens and we come into contact with them every day how's your body going to handle it when when allergy season comes around you know is it going to be three rounds of antibiotics this year or is it going to be oh i pray none? not Right. And so can you get through it? And so we keep working on things so that our body can get through those toxic burdens. And I and I oftentimes find that when, you know, people come in and maybe they're not getting everything that they want out of their care plan, they're getting more out of their care plan than they realize. Because the people that, you know, stop showing up and then I see them out in the world six months, nine months, 12 months, 15 months later, um, they've gained weight. They're, they they don't look as healthy. Their skin is not as radiant. Um, and, you know, sometimes, again, being close to the campfire just keeps you warm enough to keep things moving forward because you're allowing your body the time to unravel the mysteries of challenge that you're carrying. And every one of us is carrying some sort of genetic glitch. We're carrying some sort of biological glitch. We're carrying a, uh, a toxic burden. We've got food allergies. We've got, you know, digestive challenges. We, we, we are all carrying some load. And, and to Jennifer's point, you know, how well is your body handling that load that is the, is the picture of health. And, and yeah, you might have some symptoms. And, but how many symptoms would you have had you not been actively working the game, actively pressing in, even frustrated, it's okay. That's why Jennifer said it's okay. Like, like get in the boat and wrestle with us. And it's okay. Like, tell us how you feel. Let's work through it. Because if you quit, I always say, like, what are you quitting to? I mean, you're gonna quit to drugs and med. I mean, surgeries. We, that's that's barbaric. You know, that's not the answer. Um, but at the end of the day, sometimes we lose a battle here or there. But does that mean you lost the overall health war? No. no. It just means that there's still things in your lifestyle that are that set you up to 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 not handle an infectious burden right, or to not allow your body to process uh, trash through, and it built up in an area, and that area got really infected beyond you know our intervention. And that's mm-hmm. never fun, by the way. Like, and but but that stuff happens. I think. But I think that's where the the medicine, the drugs and surgery, can come in when things have reached that point. And the question is, is what are you going to do to make it so that there'll be less of those points, right? And we're we're all going to have points in time where things we have to fall make apart. hard decisions. And we have to make hard decisions, and that, and that's okay. And we're we're okay with that. But then you go. Well, what are we going to do? You know, say you have to have the surgery. Say it comes down to it. What are you What are you going to do after that? To make sure you to don't have any sure more that surgeries. You recover from that surgery well. Yes. Right, because we know this that the body works on nutrients. It that's the whole that's the whole game. It works on nutrients. We're supposed to eat the food that was grown in the garden from the beginning of time. Right. That's what we're supposed to put in our body, and that's what's supposed to fuel the body and we've changed and we've put all these chemical these chemicals in so that we can keep food on the shelf for weeks and weeks and months on end and we you have to question whether that's still food at that point Mm -hmm. if i can keep it on the shelf for months on end is it still food does it still have the enzymes my body needs to process it does it still have the nutrient density does it still have you know when they take (coughs) nutrients out of out of wheat for instance when they're making bread to go on your grocery store shelf 
like we're mandated by law that we have to spray synthetic vitamins back on. That's like we know it's not we know it's not good to take the, the nutrients out so much so that we put them back in, but we put them back in a chemically created laboratory version. And I just don't and we believe, call that and we call that okay. Well, and we I just don't believe that those nutrients work quite the same way. And so, you know, I'm looking yeah. at those I just don't think if we chemically produced it in a laboratory it's the same as what we can get straight from the ground. Yeah, my wife was talking about that with uh, with baby food. So our son, he's nine months old, and there's like she's like it says organic on it, but it's like you don't have to refrigerate it, and you look at the date, and it'll last forever. It's yeah, just, it makes like you, it doesn't makes really you, seem right. And that's way to be thinking. You know, remember earlier we started. You know, oh, you don't have to use your brain. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You do. You have to think. You have to like rationalize. You know those types of little things. Just because it has an expiration date for 16 years, doesn't mean that I mean it's going to yeah. taste too good 16 years. Now that's all you got, yeah. and you're right. in, a, in a. You know what I mean? I'm, that's pretty cool. Technology allows that. I like technology, but remember, technology comes at a price. You know, at some level, it does come at a price. And so I know we're wrapping up, and I just you know we want to encourage you that no matter the biochemical stress, the physical stress, the mental stress that you're carrying. Living World Clinical Nutrition Center has an answer to help you move forward and give you, get you further down the line than you are right now. And we want to be a, a voice of encouragement. We want to be a, a, a voice of resource so that you can make 2021 better than the uh, results you got in 2020. Not that you didn't get the results that you wanted, that you're still in process, that you can appreciate the journey uh, and that you can fall in love with the, the, the adventure that is to come. Because at the end of the day, as much as we all want to um, live in the Garden of Eden with no issues, uh, it, it's not it's not realistic. So make sure that you're actively playing every day, that you're actively working at living better, being better, and staying better, one bite at a time, one time steward nugget at a time, one financial tracking moment at a time. Whatever your health, you know health goals and, and, and 2021 goals are, write them down. Share them with a, a body of people that you trust that will appreciate your um, the accountability and be open when they do hold you accountable to receive it and not take offense to it. And and let's have an amazing, uh, happy new year. Let's bring it in with prayer, uh, pray, praying without ceasing. I think you guys got a cool uh, you know event this coming Thursday night. Is yeah, it's right? a Thursday starting at 9 o'clock. You are invited to Abundant Life for our New Year's Eve service. So I remember being a kid. Actually, I would have been 10 turning 11. That was my first time to come to Abundant Life as a kid. My mom was like, she had went to a December service. was like, oh, you got to come. So I'm a kid, 10, 10 years old, this 1996, or I don't know when it was, right? Or it was 95 and 96 or 96, ended 97. My first time in Abundant Life, I walk in and I was like, okay, these chairs are kind of cool, whatever. <laughs> and then I remember in all transparency, I I was like, man, the music's kind of loud. Now I'm part of the band, like producing the loud music, and then I was like, man, this service is kind of taking a long time. And but now, now it just flies. It's now just it just flies by. But that was my first time to come to a bundle idea. Yeah, '96 into '97, as I was 10. That's yeah. awesome. So, Let's see. Good. Look at that little reflection, Guardy. It's yeah. So. Guys, y'all have a blessed and wonderful new year. Visit us at www.justlivewell.com. Get ready for the ultimate detox coming up January 
11th. 11th. And uh, we are excited to share that with you guys. We want you guys to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you can live better, be better, and stay better one bite at a time. So if you're dealing with tra- challenges in your body, give us a call, 281-554-8600, and continue to listen to the show. We're looking forward to an amazing 2021 with you. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. Dr. Chapa and Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is in every Tuesday, and maybe we'll get Jennifer with you. In the, in the new year as well. Or maybe Molly can, will be allowed I'll, to come I'll do back. I can to twist around. All right. It's KTA 99.5. All right. Facebook, social media, y'all be blessed. Have a good, have a good rest of the day. And then I guess I'll see y'all in the.